Hello and welcome to a special ho 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 Christmas edition of Rusted Junk. Bet you weren't expecting that, hey? After Prancer, you thought we'd have uh, learned our lesson. But still, here we are again, my lovely family, um, to discuss the 1989 classic, some may say, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yes, Dom, we finally did it. We finally, uh, finally did it. Um, starring Chevy Chase, Beverly D'Angelo, of course, but now new new Rusty and uh, uh, new kids, uh, Juliet Lewis, Johnny Galecki, Diane Ladd, loads. Anyway, here's the trailer. Enjoy. Tis the season to be jolly, fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. After vacationing across America and throughout Europe, take it, Russ. this holiday season, the Griswolds are going to play it safe. Clark, we're stuck under a truck. Oops. They're staying at home. I give you the Griswold family Christmas tree. Hope you're not getting sap all over your sweater, Clark. All Clark wants is a quiet, old-fashioned Christmas. Sorry. Oh, got a little knot here. You can work on that. What he's going to get is the gift that keeps on living. Merry Christmas. His family. We didn't come to impose. <laughs> oh, hell, there's plenty of room. Do you sleep with your brother? Do you know how sick and twisted that is, Mom? Well, I'm sleeping with your father. Have you got a kiss for me? Eh, you better take a rain check on that, Art. He's got a lip fungus they ain't identified yet. But no holiday could ever be more deeply touching. We were gonna call, but Eddie wanted to make it a surprise. If I woke up tomorrow with my head sewn to the carpet, I wouldn't be more surprised than I am right now. <laughs> ah, I'm really gonna fly down the hill with this stuff. So genuinely moving. Can I refill your eggnog for you? Drive you out to the middle of nowhere, leave you for dead. More truly uplifting. Can I show you something? I was just blouse browsing. Or more down to earth. Merry Christmas! If Santa is smart, he'll stay well clear of this joint. It's a death trap. Then <laughs> Christmas with the Griswolds. Everybody come out quick, look at the lights! They want you to say grace. <laughs> Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. This year, let Chevy Chase light up your holidays. <laughs> National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That thing had nine lives. She just spent them all. <laughs> you woo, crack up. So, you'll crack up, apparently. That's very good. Very good. Um, apologies for the trailer. That's another one of those ones where I should have warned you to take a, like, go make a cup of coffee or something. Yeah, get settled in, yeah. Because it's quite long. What do you think, Amy? It was quite a long trailer. <coughs> Normal. It showed you most of the most of the film. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's a bit long, but I guess that's what trailers are. The, like a long version of two minutes. Well, <laughs> yes, if indeed. <laughs> yeah, a long version of two minutes, everyone. Brilliant. Wow. Well, as you can see, or if you're not watching on YouTube, um, you should be, but if you're not watching on YouTube and you're listening, you will have heard the dulcet tones of our beautiful daughter, Amy, who mm. watched it, the film. We all watched it together yesterday. We did. Um, and because you are the, I don't know, you're always welcome, but because you're a special guest, you get to go first. What would you give it out of 10? And what did you like about it? Or why would you, or why did you give that score? Over to you. Mm. Um, I mean, I have seen um, like bits of it before. Like you've shown me the, the bit with the Christmas lights. Yeah. And I really enjoyed that. <laughs> and that funny. But... The overall movie was like it was it was kind of hard to follow sometimes. Like you didn't really well, I didn't really understand what was happening half the time, but I got okay. there in the end because then the next bit led up to that. But I think I'm gonna give it um, seven point five or an eight. Well, I don't really know. After that's uh, uh, after that, that's quite high. Okay. 
Yeah, wow. but I just found it funny, like the jokes and everything. Like when he was in that store, and then he just said like brows, and then and then it turned into blouse, and then all this <laughs> bit. That was, that was yes, so funny. we'll get we'll get into that, sweetheart. We will. We'll definitely get into that. But yeah, so That's wow, a typical insert from an eighties uh, era film, isn't it? Really? No, oh, it's great though. <laughs> but yes, mm-hmm. well, where do you go from there? Seven and a half, eight. Over to you. Six. Six. Yeah, that was quick. Yeah. Reason? It's not. I mean, it's not a film I want to watch again. Right. Okay. I I have never ever seen this film. Okay. What? Never no. seen film. Oh I know. I, I know. We've been together what fifteen? <laughs> well, officially fifteen years, unofficially sixteen years. But yeah, no. You've never seen it. Never seen it. No. And from the title, I was thinking. Oh, it's going to be one of those um, sort of family movies where they go away and like all the families together, et cetera, et cetera. No, it wasn't. They didn't go away. Yeah, because it says National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. But yeah. They didn't go anywhere. Clue was in the title. Oh, uh, actually, no, it isn't because they're not going anywhere. <laughs> mm. Well, th- to be fair to them, they they had been away twice before. Mm. Mm. They'd been they'd been across America and then they'd been around Europe. Yeah, so I was expecting that. Right, basically. Okay, and it didn't happen. So you wanted them to go to the North Pole or something? Well, I wanted just the the clues in the title: vacation. It's a holiday. It's they're going somewhere. It's a vacation time. It's everybody else's vacation. They're coming to him. Mm. Maybe it's the way you look at it. Anyway, mm. it's not a film I really want to see again it didn't really spark that kind of level of oh actually yeah that's quite a good film didn't really spark that source okay well this is where i'm going to fall out with one of our sometimes sometime podcast contributors dom i apologize but i'm going to join amy with seven and a half um why are you giving it that much of a score because because it's it's always a it's always got a good place in my heart that I watch it and it's it's funny and it's it's set pieces and it's got cousin Eddie. How can you not give a film cousin Eddie in? Like at least seven and a half. He's brilliant. He's he's mm. he's he's the perfect um perfect person for this film. He really is. Um they did make a sequel. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation 2, Cousin Eddie's Island Adventure. God sounds awful. Right. In which cousin Eddie returns, uh, his wife returns, the Audrey out of National Lampoon's European Vacation returns. So you've got to keep up because there's been quite a few Audreys. There's been different Audrey it's in each film. Audrey, his daughter. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it, it brings her back into this made-for-TV 2003, um, and it's bad. It's bad. And it's so bad, I've just watched the trailer and I know I never want to see it. I'm not even mildly curious where I usually am. Um, you know, Sharknado 3, yeah, I'm, I'm in. I'll watch that. I know it's pretty much going to be a tornado with sharks in. Fine. Anyway, wow. Well, um, well, where do we go from there? I suppose straight to roll call then, shall we? Yeah, let's do that. Let's go into roll call. Here we go. Roll call. So, it seems like I'm revisiting this quite quickly because we've just done National Lampoon's Vacation. Um, uh, so, because that's because that's already done, we already have Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase stopped being funny after this film. I don't think he was um, funny again. Was he actually funny? <laughs> well, well, Bean Bean thinks so. No, you know, I'm just, I'm just like you're on my um, side. You see here, you're see enjoying here. the banter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Chevy Chase, Fletch, Caddyshack, Spies Like Us. You know, he, he has a heritage. Caddyshack, he's brilliant. It's supposed to be his film. It turns out to be Rodney Dangerfield. Yay! Oh, but um, no. yeah, it's your favourite. Oh, we're not watching that, are we? Caddyshack, uh, season twelve, perhaps. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, and when it comes to season 11, you can't push it to 17 or whatever. <laughs> but no, uh, uh, it's coming at some point. Um, yeah, good old Rodney. Yeah, but Chevy, Chevy Chase is one of those 
Marmite characters. He did Fletch and Fletch Lives. Um, Fletch was funny. Fletch Lives, completely unfunny. But yeah, after this, he started making other films like Nothing in Common. Um, even made a film with John Candy. Uh, no, sorry, Nothing But Trouble. Um, oof, it's awful. It really is. Oh. And, and it's sad because he makes her appearance in the vacation films as Rusty's dad. And he's there. You know, that's who they go across, you know, they stop by and they see him. He's not funny then either. Um, it's a shame because he's very great comic potential. Beverly D'Angelo. Uh, she's famous for all of them. They made another film after this called Vegas Vacation, um, which was all right. It wasn't too bad, but there she is, Beverly D'Angelo. Oh, that's the wife? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, we'll get to whether Clark she was is all right. Actually, she was probably my favourite character. She is good. She's very good. I can't understand why Clark continually cheats on her, but we'll get to that um, in a moment. Does he? Well, look at what in. Oh, we'll get. To, yeah. Well, in fact, let's get to it now. In National Lampoon's Vacation, he didn't see it. Well, no, but you've got Christy Brinkley, who's married to Billy Joel. You know, she's driving a Ferrari. You know, long legs model. Um, Cut a long story short, he ends up communicating with her in the film and ends up naked in a pool with her while the family are staying um, staying at the, the hotel, like the motel. And he ends up naked in the pool and he goes out looking for women. It's very odd. And then you've got yeah. the scene where he goes in here, where he goes to the um, the perfume counter, or he goes, sorry, the lingerie counter in the department store. And he's saying... Oh yeah, no, my wife, you know, passed away and all this sort of stuff. And I'm like, mm. I'm not being funny. Chevy Chase, I'm not sure he's a family man because he's all about the family. But then, as soon as he gets a moment to, you know, some woman flushes her what's it in front of him, he says, "He says, well, I've got a, I've, you know, it's a family audience." Um, jugs. There we go. Um, but yeah, Worse. what? That's worse. Don't refer to them as that. All right, okay. What's it? Um, crisp. No, she's not showing him crisps. Anyway, right. Her oh. breasts. Just call breasts. them what they are. Breasts, yeah. then. All right, they okay. Just happen to be very revealing top. Yes. Yeah. And she was called Merry. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> and, I, and I don't understand why she had to pull her skirt up to show him the, the, the line of the thong of the knickers. It just didn't. I didn't have a problem with that scene. That all. was completely unnecessary. Okay. That's not even a thing of the 80s. Yeah. That would happen now. <laughs> what was that? I was just seeing the rhyme. That's a spell necessary. Oh, yes. I taught you well on that one. You'll yeah. never, ever not be able to spell necessary. Do you want me to share it with you, uh, listeners? This is, I don't know. Maybe we'll do it. I don't know, math teacher. Do it together. The first, the first time I went into primary school, um, uh, no, no, so came out of private school and secondary school. Lesson one, day one, lesson one, he said uh, the word, the most misspelled uh, word in the English language is necessary, so I'm going to teach you how to do it. I'm going to teach you. And he stood up in front of the class and he went, you ready, Amy? Yeah. Yeah, and he did that. And he coordinated. And he did that. Brilliant. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. We nailed that, hey. Um, But yeah, so he did that three times. And I just never forgot it because we're all there going, oh, this is secondary school. And then, yeah, we remembered it. There you go. See, I passed it down to you. And may may you pass that on. But anyway. So getting back to the film, that scene was completely unnecessary. No problem with it whatsoever. But yes, um, it's fine. Let's go to the kids. as a bit of a lechy, lechy guy. No, I just remember the time. No, well. It's not necessary. She's showing him. She's worked on a lingerie counter. What's she going to demonstrate? The lingerie. No. When have you, well, not that you've ever shot for lingerie, but (laughs) when have you ever been into a a store? Okay, so Anne Summers then. Do you think the Anne Summers girls, oh, shop assistant. I don't know, because I haven't been. There's some guys in there, because I've been in and, you know. We're getting off the point here. If I go into a perfume, Shop, I expect them to be able to sell Show the you perfume. the pants. 
No, I don't want them to show me the pants. But well, that's if, what I'm getting at. If she wants it's to say, unnecessary. If she wants to say, oh, by the way, I've got like you know, I've got this, I've got that particular thing that you're looking for. I've got that on, and just shows and says, this is what it looks no, like. This is the no, consist- never, never. Right, okay, well then, never that happened. shows why I've never been then. Okay, right. I suppose Ooh. you're going to do the old classic. Well, how big is she? Well, this big. <laughs> well, I wasn't, but you just done it, so that's fine. Don't need to. Anyway, let's move on. Um, Audrey, the Audrey in this film is Juliet Lewis. Yes. Uh, do you know where she? Do you know what she did? Before well, she's got uh, her own after, band. After, she has. She's been in some um, movies. She was the daughter <laughs> in Cape Fear. She was brilliant in that. She was She's absolutely brilliant. Been in, hang on. Uh, oh God, the the guy that did Pulp Fiction. Um, what's his name? Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. She's been in one of his movies. Uh, okay, I didn't know that. No, I, I know who I Quentin Tarantino is. No, did you not? Oh, no, directors mixed up. I think so. Natural Born Killers. Maybe you're thinking of that one. Oh, yeah. That wasn't Tarantino, was it? Which Rodney Dangerfield was in. Hey, see? Keeps coming back, popping back in. And she was also in From Dust Till Dawn. Oh, with Quentin Tarantino, but it wasn't a Quentin Tarantino film. There you go, then. There you go. Right. Okay. I wasn't going mad there. The next one. The the Rusty in this film. Johnny Johnny Galecki. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I have to take it. Rusty, the son. Okay. Oh, okay. yeah, that little. Um, he was the kid in. He was the kid in Prancer. He was in Prancer. What? Yeah, I know. The, the guy that did Chevy Chase's son. Mind blowing. Yeah, was in was in Prancer. Oh. Uh, and it was the same year. We've all scrubbed that from our memories. We have. Don't yeah. go back and listen. Yeah, don't don't get all. Ago. Don't think because all I remember is she was about to fall off a cliff. Who? I was probably not even in it, but yeah. <laughs> oh, Prancer, yeah. Um, we we did think about movie. deleting it, but weirdly on YouTube, it's got more views than every other podcast combined because people just, I don't know, and it's just audio and people are listening to Prancer. I don't know if they, well, probably why we don't get any fan mail. Um, Maybe they can't about get Prancer. the movie. Maybe they're just reminiscing, just listening to us. Oh, like, dear. You know, diss it. <laughs> I hope never watch that again. Uh, Johnny Galecki's in the Mr. Bean movie. Um, oh, no. Yep. Uh, he, he was in I Know What You Did Last Summer. Uh, he was in Roseanne. So he was the kid in Roseanne. And But his most famous role would be Leonard Hofstadler uh, in The oh. Big Bang Theory. So no, how, many, how many seasons? I haven't, really. But uh, uh, anyway, Diane Ladd. Um, uh, Clark's mum. Uh, she was in Wild at Heart, Chinatown. Uh, she did a film called Joy. Now that is a good, nice, good feel, feel good film um, with uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Really worth checking out. Very, very good. Love Joy. Love Joy. Um, <laughs> uh, E.G. Marshall, uh, his dad. He was the juror number four uh, in Twelve Angry Men. Uh, that's a very good film. One, one film that my dad showed me. At a very young age, and despite being black and white and in the 50s, it still holds up today. It's wonderful. Doris Roberts, over to you. Who's Doris Roberts famous for? Oh, uh, What's she Raymond's famous for? mum. She is. Marie. Ray- <laughs> Raymond's mum. And Remington Steele. Um, one for you, Amy. Sam McMurray. He was his co-worker in the you office. who he was. And who's he? Who's co-worker? Clark. Clark's. No. You even said we were watching a film. Oh, oh, that's... uh... that's, uh... Did I? Yeah. No, No, I'll go then. What film was it? It wasn't a film. It was a TV series. Oh, it's a TV series. He was someone's boss. Yeah. Anyway. Chanandla Bong. (laughs) Yes, Chandler Bing's boss. Oh. That's right. Um, oh yeah, I remember now. Yeah, <laughs> excellent. <laughs> and then get to my mind. And then the next door neighbours, we've got uh, uh, Julia Julia Louis Dreyfus, oh, who is oh. who is famous for. 
You got anything, Amy? Yeah, sorry. You said Home Alone and I got really confused. That wasn't uh, it. I didn't say Home Alone. But anyway, yes, if you heard Home Alone, that's fine. Um, she's famous for Seinfeld, of course. Uh, Veep, uh, the film where she played the vice president. That was very good. Um, and more recently, she was in The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Was um, she? She was. She came in right at the end. She played Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. Easy for you to say. Well, I think we're going to be seeing more of her in the MCU. I definitely think that's going to happen. Hopefully but anyway. Not selling lingerie. <laughs> I didn't even get the... See, I didn't even get the model's name, so I didn't even... It's fine. I, I don't know. She Presumably, uh, she went on to have a very successful life. Mm. Um, anyway, right. So back to the film. So... Did we like the opening? Did you like the cartoony bit at the opening? Not really. Amy? It was no. It was no. no. Oh. It's it's a scene. It's a little bit little Christmassy, you know. Santa's getting a bit yeah, but it just 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 drizzles some snow across the camera. It's Christmassy. Well, uh, okay. <laughs> Next time they can save themselves a lot of money. Let's not go to the animation department. Let's just have <laughs> Let's just have a Amy sprinkling some snow across everything. Wonderful. There we go. You know, right? Excellent. Um, but he's off to get a Christmas tree. Now, this is the bit I feel a bit odd about. <clears throat> Pardon me. First of all, he gets hassled by some locals in a van. They, like, drive up close to him and, mm. you know, uh, he then gets into a bit of a sort of <coughs> pardon me, altercation with them. But then uh, suddenly from out of nowhere, he's like, hey, ki- hey, kids, look, a deer points to it and then gives them the finger. Um, but then gets gets underneath one of the, the big trucks, ends up having a crash by the Christmas tree place. It's it's all very bizarre. It is. Why is he going? Does it, If he does this every year, why is he going to, to a place right next door to a Christmas tree? <laughs> so... Presumably, well, they even said that to him, didn't they? Why, why are we trekking through the snow when there's yeah. trees already cut that we can just choose from? Yeah. And then he goes into this big speech about, you know, oh, it's got to come from the soul and you've got to pick your tree and it's got to represent stuff. And it's got to be personal to the family. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, just, no just, buy, just, just buy one. Yeah, it's fine. But then you wouldn't have the gag where he's forgotten the saw. So he rips it, presumably just... Pulls it out of the uh, pulls it out of the route. That would never happen. Yeah, it's too much. How did he get the car there? How did he get the car there? How did it? He didn't even have a spade. It's never going to happen, is it? The tree that size with roots that big. Yeah. In in frozen <laughs> soil, it's never going to happen. Sorry. Oh oh Be dear. I'm sure this is going to happen through the rest of the podcast, but we're going to apply a bit of logic now and again, <laughs> especially when it comes to the sled scene. But yes. Um, there's got, there's got to be a modern logic. Um, so the, I, I love the, the... You don't know how long the neighbours had moved in next door. You don't know how long that happened, but clearly... They obviously don't like them, do they? Yeah, the he doesn't like don't them. don't like the, the family. Especially when he comes out with the hockey mask on and the chainsaw to, to cut the tree down. And, and I think that's one of my favourite lines in the film. Where are you going to put that tree, Clark? Bend over and I'll tell you. Pardon? I was I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> that is a great line. It's just missed. It's just brilliant. But obviously, there's some beef between the two. They just don't like living next door to an idiot. Um, I suppose. I, I, would you? Would you like living next door to Clark? What the the family? Yeah. yeah. Would you like? Would you like living next door to the Griswolds? Could you be their neighbours? Could, Could you be, be my neighbour? Yeah, I don't see why not. Yeah, it would add some uh, variety down down the road, wouldn't it? Really, well, but they smashed your window. Oh, the t- well, they smashed a lot of windows. Yeah, too between many windows. between them, if you count up what happened to them in this, it was a smashed window, a smashed Bang and Olufsen CD um, player thing, um, the windows, and the door that gets booted in at the end by the police. So yeah. Perhaps it's not a good idea to, to live next door to them. But, yeah. Anyway. I mean, our door's tr- indestructible, so, like... 
Don't. Yeah. It is, sweetheart. You're right. It is. Anyway, we have the tree. He cuts the tree. It's too big for the thing. It goes out everywhere. Smashes windows. Obviously, everyone's rich in this because there's loads of damage that gets done, <laughs> and everyone can just put it right fairly easily. Um, uh, did you like the scene in the bedroom where they've got the sap on the fingers? That's quite good. Oh, is that the sap? That's the sap from the tree. I thought it was one of those. Um... <coughs> Excuse me. Just put on mute if you're gonna if you're gonna if you have a coffee. Sorry, for Don't yeah, worry. Thanks. I'll carry. Um, I'll take over. The um, I thought it was those sticky dots that you get in the magazines. No, it's the sap from the tree attached in there, like an envelope thing. It right, stemmed from when they got the envelope out of the magazine. Oh, I didn't realize it was sap. It was sap. So every time he, he, he fell, it he fell into the tree, and it was like, <laughs> yeah. and it's really sappy in here, and then. And then he, I don't know how that worked. He got his PJs on and <laughs> got got into bed. And then he started his fingers get, started getting all sappy. Yeah, pajamas wouldn't be on if his fingers were sappy. How did he put They'd his pajamas kind of half on? Be on again, again. Applying logic, just 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 enjoy the brilliance of the scene where he's got sap on his fingers. <laughs> Great. It was quite funny though. It was quite that funny. Funny ish. Um, then we cut to the um, the, the lingerie counter uh, where he's shopping. Um, he is a he is a bad husband because even his son hears him. I think his son overhears him at some point, um, and his son has a chat with him in National Lampoon's Vacation. His son there is played by Anthony Michael Hall, uh, kid from Weird Science Breakfast Club, uh, Sixteen Candles, and he even has a chat about how bad he is. You know, oh, you know, don't worry, I'm all about the family. And you're like, you're not really. You're not. Uh, I don't think so. Um, so, yeah. So then we cut to him putting the Christmas lights on. Um, I think you liked that bit, didn't you, Amy? Yeah. Yeah? But wasn't there a bit before it? Uh, if there was, you're going to have to take over on my notes because I've got the lingerie shop straight into uh, the in-laws oh. coming in. And he's putting the lights up at the same time. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So the in-laws arrive, all of them. I love the way that this is done. There's four rings uh, from the doorbell going. And each one of them goes, ding dong. And the next one is ding dong. And then the next one, ding dong. And then the last one's like, oh, here comes, here comes trouble. Because <laughs> everyone's arriving at the same time. It's great. They're all chatting. I think they all get on. Um, I don't think her parents like Clark too much, but then, you know, uh, that's just a bit of a shame. Um, but yeah, you've got this whole, you see this little sudden dynamic in the family, the Juliette Lewis, who appears as this like moody teenager as Audrey. She, when, when her dad is challenged by one of the in-laws about him putting the lights on and not getting together, she, she sticks up for him. She goes, she goes into bat for dad. Mm. Um, and you think, well, okay, this is a this is quite a nice family. They admit that their dad's a bit goofy. They admit their dad's a bit, you know, bit bit out there. Um, it's prone to all this calamity stuff, but they still love it. Oh, the, think... the the electrics situation. That's yeah, great. Do you want to describe that? Do you want to what happens in the electric? It's very very unsafe. Yes, and I don't know how on earth the plugs have been connected into the basement <laughs> lighting circuit. No idea how that's happened. Yeah. Bad, bad electrical connectivity, I think. Yeah. Um, you asked me what circuit was that? Yeah, so Amy's just <laughs> learning about physics. Oh. And they're doing electrical uh, uh, sort of topic at the moment. Let's should, should we change the, the title to film and TV? Should we change this to physics and electricity? <laughs> Could do. Um, so um, I've been helping out with it. So we were learning about circuits and the bulbs, because if if one bulb is out on hmm. their um, chain of bulbs, basically, their yeah. street bulbs, the, the light bulbs, um, the rest don't work. So, Amy, what kind of circuit is that where one item doesn't work so it stops <laughs> everything else working? Series circuit. There you go. Lovely. Well, wow. see... Entertained and informed. This podcast has a uh, multitude. Everything. Of... This podcast has everything. Yes. It has. It has logic. It has facts. It has movies. It's like trivia. Has 
stuff. A special um, guest. Um, with with new technology, um, they're not actually screwing bulbs anymore. They're LEDs or as strings of oh, lights. No. What's an LED, Amy? Oh, right. Last question on this. Right, oh, go on. Oh, light emitting diode. Well done. Wonderful. Now, if one of those LEDs goes right, we're out. D- we're not doing any more now. Hang on. If one right, of those oh, LEDs on. goes out, do the rest of them work? Oh. Yeah. Yes, they do. Yes. Excellent. Wonderful. Excellent. Well, I'll get a new jingle for that. Call it Amy's Electricity Corner. Just just before we go, just before we go to the the, the rest of the lights thing, I cannot understand. I just remembered what I said in National Lampoon's Vacation. Beverly D'Angelo is a extremely good looking woman. But I mean, both Joe and I said that when we did the podcast. The wife. The wife. Yeah. Just just over my shoulder here. Yeah. Right. Why would you, Clark, why would you cheat on her? I mean, I know it's about it's more about looks and things like that, but let's be superficial here for a moment. She is she is lovely. She's she's amazing. Yeah, she's lovely, yeah. And why? So why would he then go? Oh, and she's I stuck was about with to him. Say a rude word then, because oh. he's a very naughty man. There we go. Yes, absolutely, and we know people like that. So yes, and he um, obviously likes the thrill of the chase. Where... But but it's well, he does in National Police Vacation because he literally chases her across America. Maybe well, that's she, his name. Chevy Chase. Chase. Ooh. Uh, that, that, that's that, mixing up character and real. Is that funny? No. I don't know. No, it wasn't supposed to be funny. No. Oh, no. No, no, it's not, it's not funny. She's still got one left. She's still got one left of the year. I know. You get three a year. And she, she was funny twice this year. She she got she got five this year. Did she? God, I don't yeah. remember. don't remember five. I remember two. But anyway, that's fine. All right. The listeners won't have a clue what to <laughs> No, no, they won't. Mum funnies. Um the the the, the uh, her dad in this is sleeping in the bunk beds and there's a smile on his face hmm. and you see that he looks up and there's a photo of poster. A poster of a scantily clad actress. I don't recognise who it was. I don't know who it was, no. No, but he's got a nice smile on his face. Um, let's not talk about what happened when the camera went, wasn't there. Um, anyway, the electricity bit is great because they realise that this plug upon plug upon plug upon plug that's in the garage, <laughs> when that gets switched on, i.e. the garage <laughs> the garage light, the basement it light, works. Yeah. yeah. And when he first connects it, it's that's wonderful. It's so good because... Suddenly you get this, and I was I'm always thinking about you, Don, when I when I see that bit. Is when when he connects it and then the lights go out, and then you just see the nuclear reserve <laughs> just so that the lights can get back on. Um he brings everybody out, the lights, the lights go off again because somebody switches, switches it, uh, his wife switches it off. Um he then loses it and starts beating up all the Santas and reindeers that he's put out on the front lawn. <laughs> Picks it up in one in one coordinated bit. Uh, his wife then goes back to the garage, switches it on. He connects it. Hallelujah! It, I don't know how the wife knows though. No, but she she seemed to have a look in her face. That wait a minute, is this all to do with that switch? She suddenly has a realization that maybe the two are linked. I mean, how the place doesn't burnt down, I've no idea. But I think <laughs> again, that's applying logic to 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 something. But yeah, um, he then has. Uh, he then goes to the. Uh, I like. I do like this next bit. He goes to the attic to hide the presents, um, and when he goes to the attic, basically he gets locked in there, and everyone goes and thinks he, you know, he'll catch them up. And he's locked in there, and it's cold, so he wears his old mum's hat and his old mum's fur, uh, and he puts on old memories of of old Christmases, and I, I think that's a genuinely nice moment. Mm. I yeah. thought it was going to bring them down so they could watch them together. Yeah, that would have been a, a family moment. Well, maybe that happened because this yeah. happens over from like December the fourteenth. Uh, I think it starts the fourteenth. It never actually goes to Christmas Day. You never see Christmas Day. It finishes on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Um, but maybe you did that, and that would be a really, really cool thing because I think that was a nice callback to it. Um, yeah, I, I genuinely, genuinely enjoyed that, especially the bit where he sat there and then the they pull the cord and he's actually sitting on the uh, where the ladder is and then he all comes crashing down. Yeah. Oh, it's wonderful. Really good. 
Um, anyway, so I put um, once the lights go on, they then he then goes across around everyone and goes, Art, Dad, you know, and all this sort of thing to to his in laws. Um, and his <laughs> her dad goes, the lights aren't twinkling. Yes, thank you, thank you for noticing. You know, thank you for taking away my big moment. But he's arrived. He's here. The film has officially started. Cousin Eddie has arrived with family. Does he appear in the other films? Yes. Oh, it does. Yes, he doesn't appear in. Oh, I'm about to commit heresy. He doesn't appear in National Lampoon's European Vacation. Right. Um, but he definitely appears in Vacation, and he's great. He's wonderful. Uh, that might be heresy because he might be in it, but I don't. I don't remember him being in it. I don't think there'd been a need for him to be in it. Um, but yeah, so fantastic. There was a point, and I've got this is just a callback to the people that listen to National Lampoon's Vacation when they leave cousin Eddie's in that film. Cousin Eddie's trying to trying to kiss his kiss Beverly D'Angelo. He's trying to kiss Clark's wife, right? <laughs> and she's and she's like veering away from him. When he arrives here, he just instantly does the same thing to her. And you can see her veering away. And I think that's one of those little gags that you only just pick up when you see right. it, that she just just genuinely doesn't want anyone near him. Um, they're going to stay in the RV because they need a bit of me time. And the kids are going to stay in the house. And Eddie's just great. And you, you've got that line again. Um, I couldn't be more. Um, I couldn't be more surprised if I woke up with my head sewn into the carpet. I wouldn't be more surprised than I am now. It's, I didn't get that. It's just found that phrase. What does that mean? Head sewn into the carpet. If he woke oh. up with his head sewn into the carpet, would you? Would he? He would be surprised if that happened. I don't right? get them. But then I he said, "I wouldn't." Saying, couldn't, I don't know what it means. It's not a saying. It's a saying made up for oh. the film. But anyway, you are. You know who you are. I love it, Dom. We loved it. You kept saying that all the time in the when <laughs> when I. Uh, when we discussed it, when we watched it. Um, I love his eggnog glasses. Did you see his eggnog yeah, glasses? They're yeah, moose. Moose glasses. <laughs> they're they're um, Wally World. Barney Moose. They're Barney Moose glasses. They're like Mickey Mouse. But obviously he went to Wally World in the first one. That's that's uh, where he's trying to oh, get to. Right, no, okay. I did like that. I, I, I definitely, definitely like that. Then he takes the saucer out. And because Clark works at a factory, uh, well, not a factory, an office where he designs polymers like to to do with um, like edible polymers. He's waiting for his bonus because he wants to spend, uh, he wants to um, uh, buy a swimming pool for family. That's what he wants to put in with the bonus. Um, so because he works on these polymers, he takes this saucer, this metal saucer up to the top of a mountain and says, I've just put it on a polymer that's like nonstick. And I love the bit where he, where he puts it down and he goes, like, I'm off. Puts it in, boom, straight down the mountain. But then it keeps cutting to him going normal speed. Yeah, I didn't yeah. get that. And I just thought, okay, but it still it still doesn't take away the bit when I first saw it, and I remember seeing that I laughed so much that I probably didn't see the rest of it because I was just laughing that he was going that fast. Well, but I then, thought, but then I was seventeen. There was a missed opportunity. For, okay, um, him in his job because you see him like at work as well in the film. Yeah. There was a missed opportunity to actually expand on the use of what he'd created because he'd invented this this new sort of non-stick yeah. thing, hadn't he? And potentially there was masses to be made from that. Yes. But the company boss didn't really engage with it. Didn't really support him, no. And I didn't I didn't understand why not. I, I just thought, you know, there's a missed opportunity here for the company to then take it on and yeah absolutely and benefits of if everyone who saw that would have gone what's that yeah, does, uh, yeah. And suddenly you, you're releasing a new product um i left him out a roll call but brian doyle murray uh plays his uh um his plays his boss that's bill murray's brother yeah also famous for that's groundhog day mm. um Anyway, so you got the you got that scene. Then you get back to Clark looking out the window and dreaming of the pool being there. Uh, but, oh, yeah. but what happens? That was... What what did you what did you think of that, Amy? Oh, um, I didn't really get it. 
Well, he was imagining it, that the pool yeah. was there. But then how are the family in there? Because he's imagining the family in there. But they haven't got a pool. No, it was all in his head. It's in his head. He was thinking about what the, what it would look like. And how so everyone... has got all the spare space. You can just imagine that Paul's there. So do you never, do you never shut your eyes and think you've gone to Narnia? Or is it just me? I think that's just you, love. All right, OK. I don't know what Narnia is, so... <laughs> yeah. Lion, Witch in the Wardrobe. Oh, dear. Chalk- oh, uh, I know what that is. Well, that's Narnia. It's the world. It's the world they end up in through the wardrobe. Imagination. He's looking out the window and he's imagining where the pool's going to go and where's everyone going to be. Suddenly his family disappear and the lingerie assistant comes back. Mm. Yeah. That was weird. It was weird. It was Um, weird, Amy. (laughs) Yes, it was very weird. But then you've got Ruby Sue, so Eddie's kid, um, uh, who's not cross-eyed anymore. She fell into a well. Her eyes crossed. She got hit by a mule. Her eyes go back to, to, together. Who knows? How do you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, so you've got this weird thing where they're going around the supermarket and he says, I haven't got any presents. And Clark offers to buy the kids and the presents. And he's got a pre-prepared list, as you would expect with Eddie, because he's like a freeloader. Um, he's not particularly uh, not particularly blessed uh, with intelligence. Uh, definitely not. Even if you just watch the trailer for Cousin Eddie's Island Adventure, he gets even worse, but not in a funny way. Um, but we do have uh, the, and I do have to swear slightly here, um, but when when Clark's looking out the window and his wife says, what are you looking at, sweetheart? Oh, the majesty of a Christmas morning, the way that the, the, the glistens on the, the snow glistens on there, and an asshole in his bathrobe emptying a chemical toilet into the, into the storm drain, <laughs> which might just be the best line in it. And then he's got his he's got his cigar, his, his dressing gown. And he's just like, hey, hey, Clark. Yeah, yeah, with a beer. Hey, Clark, shit is full. <laughs> it's like brilliant. That's brilliant. It really is. And you're not supposed to put chemical toilet stuff down. You're not I don't want to put it, you know, storm drain or not. I'm not sure you're supposed to empty your chemical toilet into anything but an official the, the chemical official toilet. Chemical toilet repository. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon me. So, um, so yeah, I love that scene. It's just great. It's just played perfectly wonderful. But then we come to Christmas Eve. So we are here at Christmas Eve. Did you like Aunt Bethany, Amy? Did you like... Um, the old lady. The, the, old, the old lady. Oh, that one that says the war, the America thing. Yeah. Yes, but in the trailer. Like with what, gifts. Did, what did she have? What was one of her gifts? What was moving? Her cat. <laughs> She's wrapped her cat up. She just takes things around the house and just gives them as gifts. <laughs> she just wraps the cat in a box. Because <laughs> she's so old and she gets confused. Logical. What was the, in the other the, one? Where, cat... we, where we licked it, it said Oh, oh je- jello, jello mold. Like uh yeah, like jelly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just it was just that. <laughs> but look, logic aside, the cat would have died in the car. I mean, it was literally starved of air. But anyway, it makes for a good gag because obviously we've got the best cat gag coming up um, <laughs> after that. But um, um, do we do we just say, put this chalk this one down to this is a time of the 80s that we're obviously making fun of dementia here? We're, we're obviously, no, I don't think they are. Do you not think? No. No? Not okay. Really. All right. All right. Just think, just you know. Some absent, well, there's a fine line between absent minded and dementia, so you know, I don't know. I don't, but personally, I just see it as a product at, at the time. I was laughing along with everybody else. Um, don't, don't call in, don't write, you know, we're not, we're pro, uh, we're pro dementia, no, we're pro, we're pro anti dementia. Oh, what, what's the well, going? We're not. This is- this, we're not discriminatory. Not any, we're not discriminatory in any way. We, if you want to chat to us, whatever, that's fine. I think, um, yeah, whatever. Move on. Anyway, it's pride when he cuts the turkey. The turkey's been overcooked. Oh. How, where does she cook that for so long? I mean, nobody. Where, even... where did she get it from? Exactly. Got no yeah. Money. Yeah. So I like the bit where they're all going around the table going. And it's like so hard that they're actually yeah yeah yeah. That it's um, not even chicken; it's just burnt 
like <laughs> hard stuff. And Bethany, can you say Grace? <laughs> Grace, like Grace. Years ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah, no, he wants to say the blessing. Okay, I pledge allegiance to the flag. <laughs> and Eddie, Eddie's the one that stands up. Puts his, he does. His ass. Brilliant. Love him. He's amazing. Um, <laughs> again, another Eddie bit where Clark goes, hey, kids, I spoke to an airline pilot of mine and they spotted Santa's sled. Well, the kid's like, ooh, like that. <laughs> Cousin Eddie, you, you serious, Clark? <laughs> I'm like, oh, don't don't take them out of that zone. It's wonderful. <laughs> the cat starts playing around with the Christmas lights. Amy, what happens next? It starts chewing and playing with the Christmas lights. He uh, goes under the sofa, doesn't he? He does. Oh yeah. And somebody notices the lights are out. So what do they do? They turn, turn on, on the lights. On? Turn on the lights. I don't really back get in. That, but... Oh, the cat was chewing on the cord. Went on the cord. Chewing the cord, and he's obviously chewed it to the point where the, the wires are. Where they plug it back in, the wires are live, so the cat gets frazzled. It gets electrocuted. So the cat's dead. The cat is definitely the cat's dead. It's very dead. Oh, I find the cat really cute. Oh well, it it's didn't like, last. Oh, didn't last cat. very long. Crispy cat. Uh, no. As cousin Eddie said. I think he's used up all of his nine lives. <laughs> In one hit, yeah. But anyway, so uh, we've then got um, Lewis, so the older older gentleman. Um, he's lighting a cigar by the tree. Obviously, the fumes are coming off the storm drain. Um, Vumph, the tree goes up. Well, no, it's not that, is it? It's because the dog, the Rottweiler, Eddie's... Yeah. Eddie's Rottweiler has gone in and was drinking all the water. Water, yeah. Feeding the tree. And he says, oh, don't do that because the tree will dry out. Oh, I thought it was to do with the, the, so the think, fumes. Because no, no, they always talk about the fumes coming in. Okay. Oh, I thought it's because the tree was too dry. So because no, it just suddenly like- went up and it just burnt. And then he's on fire because the... Um, you know, it's it's gone up, and he's obviously taken someone on his back, so he's on I fire as well. I thought the cat got frazzled then. Oh no, the cat the cat, got cat frazzled. frazzled. Electrical anyway, we have a oh. we have a happy time. The bonus arrives, and he's been waiting for this bonus, and he tells everyone this is going to be for a swimming pool, and they all go, "Wow, it's unbelievable! It's really good." He opens it up, and what is it? It's an annual subscription to the Jelly of the Month Club. That's what I he's got. I don't know what that is. I don't know. It sounds great, though, doesn't it? It sounds like jelly. Like... Does it just give you a pack of jelly every month? <laughs> the Jelly Club. The Jelly oh. jelly of the Month Club. Well, oh, it's uh, like a members-only thing. Well, it's because, as Eddie says, yeah. uh, Clark, that's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> but anyway, the Jelly of the Month Club. Um, he goes into one of his rants. He goes into the where he says it. I'll cover that in trivia time. You know, you're lily-livered, scum-sucking... Yeah, yeah, all it? of that. What's yeah, it? What's, what's it? Yeah, um, <laughs> and yeah. So he said, "What do I want for Christmas? I want my boss wrapped in a bow and explain himself on this." <laughs> Cut to cousin Eddie's RV heading off. You didn't know where, where he was going. I, I completely didn't get. You didn't that, think though. that's where he was going no. to kidnap? Right. Okay. So he ends up um, kidnapping. Meanwhile, while this happens, there's a they. Because they need a new tree, he goes outside and cuts a tree down and brings it in. I'm like, so you had one outside your house all this time, but what does it have inside it, Amy? What What who's inside the tree? It It was squeaking. Oh, squirrel! Yeah, squirrel, squirrel! And they all get really, really fearful of the squirrel. Yeah, it's it's a bit overegged, isn't it? It's like the great outdoors again with the bat. Yeah, I'd pass it. Yeah. Would you? Squirrels are so cute. Well, they're oh, not the grey ones. They're not. They're not cute. Well, they're cute as a distance. But yeah. Um, but uh, my dogs, bunnies. So yeah, another rant. No one's walking know. out of this house. He reads "Twas the Night Before Christmas," and as he reads it, he then says, "You know, "Twas the Night Before Christmas," and nothing in the house was stirring. Um, and then he went. Then there's Cuddy, cousin Eddie. Eddie. With his boss, 
in his pajamas, frog marching in with a with a bow around him, and basically he's kidnapped. Wait, round his mouth. That's right. Yeah. Um, like hands are tied. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so obviously his wife has called the police. Um, he didn't realise. Um, the boss's wife called the police. The boss's wife called the police, obviously because he just already kidnapped him. Um, he's there, and um, you then you then have the scene with he doesn't he he knows that he stopped the bonus. Uh, but he didn't think he would have this much of an impact. He hadn't thought about it. He really hadn't. So anyway, because the wife calls the police, the police stormed the house. They stormed next door. Um, you know, well, there's the police everywhere with guns. Um, uh, his wife walks in and goes, oh, yeah, thank goodness you're okay. You're all right. And he goes, no, 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 I don't want to press charges. Or something like this. And she, then he says, you remember when I said I was going to tinker with the bonuses? And she went, oh, you didn't, did you? He said, yeah, sorry. And so it all turns into this nice little Christmassy bit at the end. It turns he into a bonus plus twenty plus plus, plus twenty percent. Yeah, and then he falls it, over, doesn't he? Yeah, it's great. So it's a nice, it's a nice little ending to that, isn't it? Well, apart from the fact that all their windows are smashed in, uh, yeah, well, next that, doors are smashed in. Next door hasn't got a door anymore, <laughs> or a CD player, or a CD player. Yeah, uh, or a life. Yeah, and um, oh, you forgot about the. The older guy outside um, lighting his cigar. Oh, by the storm drain. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Boof. But nothing really that's, after that either. Well, no, but it sends the Santa into the air and you see Santa on fire <laughs> <laughs> in the air. I just thought that'd be quite nice if you were outside looking for looking for Santa. But yes. Anyway, so yeah. So all in all, I think it's a nice little, I know you don't want to watch it again, but mm-hmm. it's a nice little Christmas room. It's not like Home Alone. No. Um, is that our? Is that our? Is that our house? I mean, my favourite, Die Hard. But uh, but one we can all watch. Um, what do you think? Do do we think Christmas? Where does this? Where does this fit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My Christmas Carol, Home Alone. Where does this fit on the scale? Is this better? Is this better or worse than Elf? Oh, it's worse. Worse. Right. Okay. Elf. Is this better? Yeah, Elf's great. Is this better or worse than Prancer? Uh, oh, it's better than Prancer. Right, okay. Who's Elf played by? Will Ferrell. That's it. Yeah. Uh, we need to watch Elf. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we do. We need to watch but, Home Alone 1 and 2, well, not 3 well, and 4 and the new one, because they're both they're all rubbish. Yeah, there's a home... I didn't know this, but there is a Home Alone 4. There's a Home Alone 3, which I knew about, haven't watched. There's a Home Alone 4, which I didn't know about, still wouldn't watch. There's a Home Alone. What what was it, sweetheart? That we saw it. It was a Home Alone. I know there's a new one on Netflix, but there's this other one, wasn't there? There was this Disney Plus. Yeah, it was on Disney Plus, and it was uh, Home, Home Alone. Sweet Home Alone. Yeah. Like what? So there's there's the, and all then the of pa- these things. It's the parents that are trying to get in the house for some reason, not the burglars. I'm like, it's the whole point taken away. Absolutely. And, oh, Don't God. mess with the originals. Yeah, and they changed the they changed the best lines in it, as I heard on the radio. I haven't watched it. Okay, yeah, we just t- oh, apparently McCau- Macaulay Culkin makes an appearance in the new one. Oh, um, no. I'll go and YouTube that bit. But that's probably about all I'll ever interaction with it. Which is better, Home Alone or Home Alone Two? Mm, uh, I see number two. Number two. I like two. Number two. Just, yeah. just though. <laughs> oh, you can tell the winter notes fly by in this house. They really do. They really do. Best Christmas movie. Anyway, should we go on to trivia time? Yeah, go on. Then. I've got some. Yeah, let's finish with trivia time. Um, I'll, I'll, after trivia time, I will tell you that which film is going to kick off season five, which is also going to be a Christmassy film. Yay! But here we go. Trivia time. Trivia time. Oh, I like this first one. After failing to get the Christmas lights to work one last time, Clark takes the frustration out on the decorations in the yard. Yeah. But when he hit the Santa Claus, he broke his little finger instantly. Um, so the rest of his frustration when he's kicking everything is because he's in a lot of pain. And they just said, keep rolling. Just keep rolling. And, and yeah, he used to take. That was the one. Oh, I've broken my little fingers. Yes. Yes, I, yes. Never broken a bone in my life. Don't say that. Touch the wood or something. Walking through under the ladder. Um, no. it, 
It was rumoured that Clark's rant about his boss, where he uses all the insults, was ad-libbed. Um, this is somewhat true. However, what the audience doesn't see is that each cast member that's facing him had the word had words written on their chest. So we followed them in order. That's how we remembered all the things that he needed to it was say. What a long description. It was it? a long description. I think it was 36, 36 descriptors in there. That's very good. Adjectives, Dad. Adjectives. Absolutely. Uh, because this is written by John Hughes, of course. Uh, we, we know John Hughes always makes an appearance at some point. Um, according to an article in The Making of Home Alone, Christopher Columbus states that he was the original director. So Christopher Columbus directed Home Alone and Home Alone 2. But he said he was the original director of this movie, of National Lampoons. Although he, he filmed some second unit establishing shots, which he claims are still in the finished film, he left after two meetings with Chevy Chase and told John Hughes, there's no way I can do this movie. I know I need to work, but I can't do it with this guy. Um, he was sent the script to Home Alone uh, in order to placate him and say, well, can you do this instead? The rest is history. There are some people that will put this above Home Alone. And there, there will be. Well, because there's just, there's a lot of love for this film. In the same way, there's a lot of love for National Lampoon's Vacation. I mean, that's not about anything. There's no conflict. But yeah, there's people of those that, that like that. Anyway, the Griswold house, it's the same one, same house used in one division. For those... Wonder. Uh, Vision. One division. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what did I say? I I just trying to make out what you said. One division. It sounded like one division. <laughs> no, Mum, that's one direction. Division. <laughs> <laughs> Getting confused with films and boy bands. I'm not seeing how you're making stuff up. No. I'm You're making stuff one, up. One division. Up. Is one that like one division? Is that like if you tried to one say the division? Is it like if you tried to say the lead singer of Depeche Mode and it always sounds like somebody with an Irish Don't accent? Go Don't go there. Come on. Oh, come on. I want to hear this now. Well, you won't know, but if you tried to say the lead singer of Depeche Mode's name and it always sounds like you're saying they've gone in Irish. So. Do you know what? I'll just give you a moment, listeners, to just to try it yourself. And Dave Garn. No matter how you say it, Dave, Dave Garn. Dave, well, Dave look, that's not supposed Dave to be... Garn. That's just supposed to be funny. Please don't write in. Please don't try and cancel this just because we're not. It's just funny. It's Christmas. Come on. You know, let's, let's just do this. Anyway, the term Griswold House soon became a part of the American and Australian vernacular to describe a house that's overly decorated in a gaudy fashion at Christmas, a Griswold house. See, these are the things that never make it over here. Um, as the Griswold family members are arriving at the front door, there's a film showing on the television. What is it, Amy? The oh, black and white. To it. Yeah, the black and white went, one. Oh, it's really depressing until the end. Prancer. No, it's a... Wonderful Life. Yes, absolutely. It's a wonderful life. The, that film was directed by a very famous director called Frank Capra. Capra's grandson, Frank Capra III, was the assistant director on this film. Ah. See, I like that one. I think that's quite nice. Um, might create the classic that I think he might have been hoping for, though. Yes. Um, so John... Uh, John Hughes was asked if he wanted to write a new vacation film. He said he would only do it if he had a good story to use, as by this point the series was a Chevy Chase thing and there was little need for him to write a story. He found one called Christmas 59 from his time working at National Lampoon's magazine. It was so good, he agreed to write the script. Um, I love this next one, and it might lead into season five. The house in which the Griswold's neighbours, Todd and Margot, uh, live it's the same house where the Murtar family, as in Danny Glover's character, mm. the Murtar family lived in all four Lethal Weapon movies. The houses in the street are on the Warner Warner Brothers back lot. They were, you know, they're built specially for the for it. In each Griswold vacation movie, Rusty and Audrey are played by a different actor and actress. While in all four Lethal Weapon movies, the three Murtar kids are played by the same actor and actresses. So you see them growing up. I like that. I think that's good. Um, the 
according to this film, according to the director, the reason why composer Angelo Badlamenti was hired is because he wanted somebody who'd never done a comedy. And no one could imagine doing a, no one imagined him doing a film like this. Do you know what Angelo Badlamenti is famous for? Um, ice cream. You know the score for Twin Peaks? He does all of it. Oh. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just thought that was an odd choice uh, that you're doing that. But um, although Christmas Vacation takes place in the Chicago area, the movie was shot in Burbank, California, at the Warner Brothers studio. However, for a number of the outdoor scenes, they filmed in Colorado because at that time of the year, it traditionally had the biggest snowfall. Mm. But when they arrived, they freaked out as there was no snow. So they had a convoy of trucks hauling snow for certain locations. As soon as they arrived, it started snowing and dropped 10 feet in three days. It became impossible to shoot because there was so much snow. And they had to take snow cats just to get to the filming location, which I think is great. I think it's wonderful. Yeah, can I just quickly say something? Yeah, yeah. Um, Another thing about, like, facts... Um, I'm learning about in geography hurricanes, and I know which city in America has the most hurricanes. Uh, like in the wild weather thing, snowfall and hurricane, no tornadoes. That's okay. When hurricanes are in water. Um, Drum roll. What is it? Texas. It's what? Has, Texas has a hundred and fifty-eight right. tornadoes each year. Wow. Wow. I did not know that. That's all brought to you by Amy. Thank you. I'm not checking that book, but I think it's something around that area. Uh, So the last bits are about the plot. I love this. Beverly D'Angelo improvised grabbing Chevy Chase's crotch when the SWAT team holds up in the house. When I was looking for a picture of the backdrop, it's there. She she improvises grabbing, uh, grabbing it. She later said she did this on only one take on the off chance it would make the film's final cut. You can see in the final cut, for some unknown reason, she 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 cuddles him, but then she grabs his crotch. And I'm like, how weird. It's really weird. The scene where the cat bit the Christmas light cord and got electrocuted was nearly cut from the movie. Um, prior to the first test screen, the studio execs wanted the scene taken out, fearing it might offend some viewers. But the producer begged them to leave the scene in, eventually gave in to the request. After the first test screening, the test audience scored the cat electric electrocution scene as their number one favorite throughout the entire movie. The cat getting electrocuted stays in. It has so to stay they were, in. They were okay. They were more conscious about killing cats than they were about the sexism with the lingerie lady. Ooh, I can say I can see that this is really uh, really vile to you on this one. Mm. Yeah, mm. I'm going to get told off after this. So yeah. Um, <laughs> When the police storm into the Griswold's house, uh, the song Here Comes Santa Claus, sung by Gene, Gene Autry, Here Comes Santa, Santa Claus, Here Comes Santa Claus, is used for the background music. Randy Quaid, cousin Eddie, is the third cousin of Gene Autry. That's just a little trivia bit. It's fine. Um, and when Clark's boss was kidnapped and brought into the house, Ellen says, this is our family's first kidnapping. Similar to a line in Vacation, where she goes, this is our first gun, where they hold up John Candy. And they, uh, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say John Candy's line from vacation. Um, but there, there you go. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Our Christmas movie. Christmas movie of one. Well, there might be three, actually. Because the other the first, one going to be? The first one, no. Because, oh, well. No, well uh, fantastic. You asked that, Amy. No, no, no. It sounded great. As if, like, I primed you to actually say it. But I almost cued it for you there. It did. So in the next couple of weeks, uh, you, we are going to do Die Hard. The, not you. Yeah. No, no. The Christmas movie of Christmas movies. Oh. Let, let joy it's not spread. It's, it's in, Dad, it, it just happens to be set at Christmas. It's, it's yeah. been settled. It's been settled. Don't say so home alone. Don't so, what? Uh, don't say so is home alone because you've already said that. Home like, Alone's Die a Christmas Hard is movie. Christmas. So is Home Alone. Yeah, so but, is Home Alone. Home Alone is just a Christmas movie in general. Well, it's a kid that gets left behind by his parents at Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, it's in a Christmas movie. I'm not. I'm not disputing that. Yeah, the Die Hard's not. Die Hard is ter- di- terrorist. Die Hard. Terrorists die. taking over a tower not Christmas. at Christmas. 
Let's sell some nice Christmassy bits in. Does he have a Santa hat on the yes. cover of Die Hard? Yes. Yes. Oh. One of the. One of the. Not yeah. expecting that to backfire. Ah. No. Well, never mind. I've got an answer for everything. Next. Anyway, the other film that we're going to do is Lethal Weapons. Hopefully, we'll get them both queued in before Christmas. Oh, well, just after Christmas, or during that break where nobody knows what to do between Christmas and New Year, um, we'll we'll record a podcast in it. Why not? Why not? But anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this. Um, thank you do for... Do you like our uh, Christmassy jumpers, by the way? Mine I do. Very slothness. It's a, it does. For those watching, they can see it in all its glory. We've I love your... candy canes on. Nice candy canes, sweetheart. Gee, thanks. It's a heart. Yeah. Can't see the bottom. <laughs> It's lovely. Anyway. Where's where's your Christmas jumper? Yeah, Grinch. Uh I've got Clark here. Oh. Okay. He's wearing a, he's wearing it for me. I've got Christmas lights in mine. Where's yours? Well, they're they're there. Yeah. Yeah, well. But they're not on because I didn't know if it was gonna cause problems with video. Well, well, maybe. We'll find out. When we do die hard, we might switch the Christmas lights on. <laughs> anyway, if you want to get in touch with us, we are just type in Rusted Junk on Facebook and you'll find us. If you want us on Instagram, we're Rusted like J Pod. Um, but yeah, just contact <laughs> us on Messenger. Um, we normally answer uh, pretty quick and answering. Uh, we'd love to hear, hear your interactions, what you think of it. Give us feedback. Absolutely. Um, so, yes, with that in mind, um, I'm going to say cheerio. Bye. Doodle pip. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.